He is uh, the greatest mayor of all time and the spectacular 3 p.m. host, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, good morning. How are you? Well, Rudy, are you there? Well, he was there. It says Ref CX. Rudy, are you there? Somebody, Asian Teddy. <laughs> Let's take a break, come back, and uh, we'll okay. find out. Oh, Rudy, there he is. Okay. What happened? You go to the bathroom? I had to work. I had to work my way through the uh, Democratic protesters. I wouldn't be surprised. Are they outside your house right now? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, Rudy, tell me this. I have a very important question for you. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mayor Adams, Eric Adams, is the mayor of this city. Okay. Okay. But it seems to me that there's another person who has the same last name, Adams, same last name, who yeah, seems yeah. to have more power than the mayor, and that is this dreadful, repulsive city council leader, Adrian Adams. So how is it possible that Adrian Adams has more power than Mayor Eric Adams as a former mayor? Because he lets her have more power uh, from the very beginning. I mean, he never he never asserted himself as the mayor, and uh, you have to do that from day one. Now, I, I I can't give you good advice on this because I was really the most fortunate mayor ever to have a city council speaker that was a patriot, Peter Vallone. And uh, I can I can tell you great stories about bipartisan cooperation, but that's like telling you a fairy tale nowadays, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> But there had to be there had to be somebody who wasn't a patriot who was with the opposing party who you were able to, you have to over use the power. You have to use power then. I mean, he. I, I thought, for example, when he first came into office, when his approval numbers were sky high, people had a lot of hopes for for, uh, for Adams uh, that he should have said to the city council members, "If you don't get rid of this damn law, I'm going into your district and I'm going to campaign against you." I got to tell you something. In your district, your people know me better than they know you. And you don't vote for this. I'm going to dedicate myself to wiping you out for two years. That's a pretty powerful enemy to have, the mayor. Well, you know, Ronald Reagan did that. It's not exactly unknown strategy to get his, to get his uh, uh, tax cut through a Democratic Congress. You pick a few vulnerable people. You win them over to your side. And if you have to go to war with the speaker, you go to war with the speaker and try to win. Yeah. But he's never done that. Or, or let's let's take Hochul. He could have gotten Hochul to do away with the bail bill and the age bill when she was running for office. He was elected. He was very popular. She needed his endorsement. It was a close election with Zeldin, right? Yeah. He could have gone to her and said, you want to hear something funny? I may endorse Zeldin. Right. If you don't get the damn thing changed. Right. Well, I'm, gl- no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I had that criticism of Eric. I like Eric, but I criticized him that way this morning. I said, what you just said, he endorsed Kathy Hochul, knowing that bail reform was crippling this city. He actually referred to Adrian Adams just a month ago here in the city as his sister from another mother, and and he also is all over the federal government and Joe Biden, yet a month ago, unprovoked, he endorsed Joe Biden. 
So why do you keep endorsing all these people that are leading to the ruination of our city? Because you don't really care that much about our city. It, it happened. I mean, it happened that I endorsed Mario Cuomo the first year I was mayor as a Republican. It took me years to reestablish myself in the Republican Party. I did it because the city was in fiscal peril. Dinkins left a city that was a lot more broke than any of the left-wing media would ever admit. I had a cut twice, and I still hadn't gotten to to a balanced budget. I had to do it a third time. And I knew that uh, Cuomo understood that, and he wouldn't use the control board to take control of the city. I was worried about Pataki because he didn't understand the issues. He didn't give me good answers to the questions when I talked to him, and he had Al D'Amato around him. So I said, I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go for my city, not for my party. My city needs somebody who can be a savior. Now, it turned out that George was a much better governor than I thought. Probably was wrong in that analysis at the time, but it was an honest analysis. And you got to be able to do that as a mayor. You're at the bottom of the totem pole. In some ways, you've got the biggest responsibility. If you don't have guts. Ain't going to work, and he has no guts. Uh, 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 he has no guts. He's never had any guts. Wow. That's a pretty bold statement. He's got no guts. So you're saying to me, if you were the... No, I'm not arguing. Political guts. Yeah, but I know. Political guts. Right, I get it. So you know if, if you were the mayor, okay, and again, thank God you had Valone, but if you were the mayor today... And Adrian Adams came out like she did yesterday, yesterday, and said, Eric, you may as well forget it. That ain't going to happen. I ain't doing it. Yeah. What would you, where would you be this morning after she made those comments yesterday? Well, I'd find, I'd find uh, the most vulnerable parts of a district, and I'd spend the next two weeks there. I'd go tell the people in her district how she's ruining the city, how she's getting people killed in the city, uh, how uh, she's, she's blocking uh, reforms that would uh, be most important to black people. I mean, there's a, and believe me, even at 29% uh, approval or whatever he is, the mayor is still means a lot more in that district than Adrian Adams. Uh, I, I, he, he must know the power that you have. Well, you got to use that power, not just to go to nightclubs. You got to use the power for the good of your people. Yeah, funny. <laughs> Not to push people around, but for the good of your people. That's right. what you have it for. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani, the great Rudy Giuliani, right here at uh, 930 on your Thursday morning. So, Rudy, yesterday on my show, and I've been doing this a long time, 25 years, and I've spoken to everybody from presidents to athletes to celebrities to great people like yep. you. And I'm very rarely shocked, but I was floored yesterday, floored. When your friend and mine, Peter King, came on this show, and I was expecting Peter to defend Mike Sapriconi, and I said, hey, your friend Mike out there, he's donated to James and uh, Kaminsky and Cuomo. He said he should step down today. When you heard that, were you shocked? I was shocked that Peter did it so fast. Am I shocked that Peter uh, doing something as a matter of principle? He's exactly the kind of politician I'm talking about. I mean, he should be mayor. I mean, Peter, Peter stood up to the Republican Party when he thought they were wrong. He stood up to Ronald Reagan when he thought he was wrong. And he loved Ronald Reagan. Uh, P- Peter is what you want in a public official. He figures out what he thinks is good for his people, and then he fights for it. And the p- politics of it, you figure out. 
uh, you know, that was a terrible choice. I think Andrew and I were the first ones to point out his record because uh, of the, particularly because of the contribution to Leticia James. Yeah, it was you, Andrew. By the way, it was you, Andrew, and Johnny Tobacco because he wants Castro Casanova to Cara Casanova to win, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, now you have to give up my source, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's my source too, just so you know. (laughs) He's everybody's source. I guess we revealed him. We did the we did the worst thing in journalism. You and I said we revealed our source, like nobody knew there was Johnny Tobacco. Oh, that is funny, but it's true. And Peter stepped up, and uh, now they got two good candidates. They got two good candidates there, two real Republicans. And I think Kara's the better one, but they have two good ones now. But you're not going to have a problem with these two, with her and John. And they're both uh, Trump supporters. They're both MAGA people. Kara has the extra added thing of being a real, real uh, uh, crusader for January 6th people. I mean, she really knows that she went down there, went through the trials. I mean, she's taught me a lot of what I know about January 6th, about the, about the tapes that, that they're covering up. And, and then she's incensed by it. She thinks it's like the Japanese internment in, <laughs> yeah, during the, a, a World War II. Yeah, true. 